Don't pay retail for your diamond engagement ring or gift. Come to CleanOrigin.com. Founded by a leading family in the diamond industry for more than a century, we're experts in lab-grown diamonds because that's all we do. Clean Origin, the only diamond jewelers who give you a 100-day, no-questions-asked return on your purchase. Head to CleanOrigin.com or one of our retail stores and mention code RADIO10 for 10% off your purchase. That's CleanOrigin.com, code RADIO10. Welcome to the Bob and Sherry Show. We're complete opposites. With Bob. Hooray! And Sherry. Apparently she's Facebook free, a Twitter quitter, Insta invisible. But she is all upon Yelp. And now, from the palatial Bob and Sherry studios, it's Bob and Sherry. Human beings are just, man, we are just as different from each other as we can possibly be. I follow Elizabeth Hurley, the actress, on Instagram. And she posted a, a photo of herself pretty much naked, except for like a, it's either a white furry blanket or some sort of dog, like a Samoyed. I'm not sure if it's a blanket or a dog. But she does that with bikinis uh, all the time. I mean, yeah. she, she is extraordinary. She really is physically extraordinary. Look at her. I'm showing Bob. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. She's It's she's a side naked. shot with a furry rug on her yeah or a dog i'm not sure which mm-hmm. and um and so i'm looking at it, i'm like she's so i love elizabeth hurley she's so beautiful she's amazing and um and she's 57 and when like my grandmother was 57 she looked like she was 157 elizabeth mm-hmm. hurley looks like she's 27 like that's absolutely amazing that's as different as as can be from night and day and then i i read an article about how um ben affleck and his bride j-lo got um, special Valentine's tattoos to commemorate their love. Because remember I told you that all that drama at the Grammys about, oh, trouble in paradise was just clickbait. There's nothing, yeah. there's nothing yeah. wrong in their marriage, right? They've, they've got their, they've made their Dunkin' Donuts commercial together, which was amazing and fun. And they got their matching tattoos. And Elizabeth Hurley is posing naked with either a Samoyed or a blanket. Um, my cat's, peed the shape of a heart in a litter box on valentine's day and i cannot post it because heather said we'll get complaints because of the subject material but i'm looking at i'm sitting look on my instagram and i'm like there's elizabeth hurley looking like a whole snack with either a blanket or a dog yeah there's j-lo and i've got a heart made out of cat urine i have not chosen as well i think maybe as i could have (laughs) (laughs) that is my Elizabeth Hurley. Did Elizabeth Hurley ever get married and have children? She has a son. Yeah, she, she has, has a, a son. son. Oh mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. I didn't. But I don't. That. I don't know what her um, like romantic life is like. I have not known anything about Elizabeth Hurley's romantic life since she broke up with Hugh Grant, and that was, I think, in the in the eighteen forties. Like that's how long ago they were together. Did you know, I don't, I don't a follow a lot of couples, but I was sad uh, because I liked her and him a lot. I, I mean, I very seldom follow couples, but I thought that's eh, too bad. They're both, you know, British and they're, they're and they're charming and they're witty and they're really gorgeous people. And I was really sad that he did that. And, you know, she went her own way. They're still friends, as I understand. Oh, they're uh, very tight. Yeah. So you were asking Steve Bing. Who, um, that's the, that's that the man the, she had a yeah, son with. Yeah. And then she has been involved with Hugh Grant, Shane Warren, and then uh, was married to somebody named Aaron Nayer. 
And she was married for four years from oh, they 2007 to 2011. So she has mm. been married once. Mm-hmm. I'm showing Bob the litter box Valentine. You tell me that's not a heart. Yeah. Take it away now. Heather yeah. was right. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. So um, it must be just absolutely amazing to live that life. Like whatever that life is. What is that life where the bathroom is clean, but not by you and you have a job, but it's not like a, a nine to five or I'm sorry, seven to seven job. Like, like everybody, like, what is that life like where you get up and you look in the mirror and you go, yeah, damn girl, you look good. Why don't you go take some pictures for the gram with that white fur blanket and nothing else? Like, what is that? That, is, that life is as strange to me as the idea of an extraterrestrial. Well, it's as strange as can be to almost just about everybody. Here's how she ended up there. Number one, she won the genetic pool. She is absolutely physically gorgeous, both facially and and her figure. And obviously, she's worked at both. Uh, Number two, she has talent. She was she's pretty good actress. I mean, she's not going to play in Macbeth, but she's pretty good actress. She's good. She's good. And here's number three: she got lucky. There's a lot of pretty girls in Hollywood. She got lucky. She had the right look for a certain movie, which led to another, which led to another. And that combination, uh, coupled with not blowing your money, just uh, gives you the ability to have that kind of a life. She has enough money to have, you know, help. And uh, she doesn't have wrinkles on her face for probably a variety of reasons. But one of them is, I'm not going to worry about how I end up when I'm old. So it's that is why. magical. Yeah, it's that's magical. why she's uh, in that situation. But girl, let me ask you this. Do your cats love you enough to pee you a valentine? I don't think so. It's a good question. Yeah. Coming up, we got morons in the news. We have comedian Brian McKim. We have a round of things Bob didn't know. We got the Bob and Sherry box office and more. It's Bob and Sherry. Bob and Sherry books, swag, and the mother of all mothers merch. Just hit shop at bobandsherry.com. Visit Florida. What a great organization. And here's what they're doing. They're teaming up with Bob and Sherry to take you and your best friend for a fantastic Florida flyaway. Listen to this. Three consecutive nights stay at the Don Cesar Hotel, which is fabulous. Two tickets for a dinner cruise aboard the yacht Starship Cruises. Two general admission tickets to the Dolly Museum. Two general admission tickets to the Clearwater Marine Aquarium. I love aquariums. Round trip coach airfare for you and your best friend. Sherry says bestie. I cannot bring myself to say bestie, but I will say best friend. We're also going to kick in a mid-sized rental vehicle for four consecutive days. All you got to do to win, go to BobAndSherry.com and good luck. Florida is wonderful, especially this time. So an interesting thing happened at the annual Oscar nominee luncheon. Um, first of all, the president of the Academy uh, immediately addressed the whole Will Smith, um, Chris Rock thing. I don't know if you guys mm-hmm. saw the coverage of that, but the president of the Academy said, we did not handle that correctly. We didn't act quickly enough and we didn't handle it appropriately. And mm-hmm. that won't happen again. So I thought that was interesting. And then they, you know, they reminded the people who are nominated that they have exactly 45 seconds before the music's going to play them off stage. And then Steven Spielberg um, got up to speak and he's nominated for the movie, The Fablemans. And which is the uh, loosely based story on his life. Yeah, yeah. 
starring Michelle Williams, who's also nominated for Best Actress, I think. And he mm-hmm. shouted out Tom Cruise, who was in the room. So Top Gun Maverick is nominated for Best Picture. Tom Cruise did not get a Best Actor nomination. But still, Steven Spielberg said, you saved Hollywood, and Maverick might have saved the entire theatrical industry because it took Top Gun Maverick to get people to buy a ticket and go back to a movie theater. Wow. Coming from him especially, what a uh, a great thing for Tom Cruise to embrace. And. And probably, and I know like Lamar's not a Tom Cruise fan. <laughs> a lot of people are not Tom Cruise fans for all kinds of reasons. But I think you have to give him credit. That movie did bring people back to theaters. It, it, it where just, I, where it I live, there, there's a small movie theater where I live. They have, I think, four, four or six screens. And you could pretty much go any day of the week and just walk in and, and get a, a seat. And they're beautiful seats. It's a quirky little theater, but it's a very nice one. And they had actually, during COVID, a little jar saying, can you help us keep it open? It's owned by a, a, a mom and a pop. And people, we, you know, put a buck or two in there. With Top Gun, I'm, I'm not a Top Gun fan, but I knew I had to see it because, you know, what I do for a living. It took me two or three days to be able to get a ticket to see that movie. So uh, Spielberg was right. I think everybody knows that that is what drove people <coughs> back to the theaters uh, but I, I, I think it's also the power of Top Gun was it got people's butts in the seats and they said, I kind of like this. And then they were open to more movies that yep. became theatrical releases. But you needed a movie to motivate people. And exactly. something like Top something like Top Gun, like, yeah, you can watch it at home. Or if you're my kid, you can watch it on your phone. Why well, watch a movie on your phone? I don't know. But... Um, you can watch it at home, but think about how breathtaking it is to watch it in a theater. And that's well, basically and then, what Spielberg uh, was saying. Yeah. And a few weeks later, the Elvis movie came out. And that was another movie that, yeah, you could watch it. And you can right now. It's on HBO or wherever. But there was something about seeing him be Elvis Presley in the theater on a big screen with that big sound. That was so much better. And they made the decision last minute, we're going to keep it in the movie theaters for a while. So there well, you go. Let's hope, let's hope it continues because people that own and work at movie theaters need people to go to the movies. We got yeah. morons in the news straight ahead. It's next. It's Bob and Sherry. Morons in the news brought to you by Febreze Car. Breathe happy. Febreze Car. It's Bob and Sherry. Get these morons off the air. With morons in the news. Police departments around the USA are getting more and more clever with trapping criminals who are out there and not arrested uh, on the lam. And in Osceola County, Florida, on Valentine's Day, or a couple of days before, actually, they came up with a perfect way to put somebody behind bars. The Osceola County Sheriff's Department asked people, and they're going to continue this, by the way, they asked people to turn in their exes who may have outstanding warrants. Here's a quote from the police department. We would love to meet with them and treat them to a Valentine's Day surprise. They wrote this on their Facebook page, and then they gave a number, and there's a picture of an officer uh, standing next to a great big broken red heart, and he's, uh, he's holding handcuffs. So they're going to continue this thing, and I think it's interesting. I wonder how many ticked-off people are out there 
and they maybe had a relationship for a while and knew that he or she was a felon, but was not caught, but was wanted. And then you break up with them, and all of a sudden, a woman, let's say it's a woman, is so ticked off because of the breakup you cheated on me with, you know, my sister, and I'm going to get you. And she calls up the police department and says, oh, you're looking for Fred? Let me give you his address. He's there right now. That Listen, is there is there is so much money to be made off of people's exes that the cops have landed on something. Did you guys see the story? It was out of the zoo in El Paso, Texas. They had a program this year where you can name a cockroach after your ex and then watch them feed that cockroach to a meerkat. Yeah, yeah. I mean, in a land where where we're like, yeah, my ex is Billy. Eat Billy. Yeah, Yeah. you better believe people are going to turn them into the law. Absolutely. No question. Today's... Today's moron of the day comes to us out of Slidell, Louisiana, and it's a squirrel. Woman named Darian Herbert said that there was a squirrel lurking outside her house trying to get in all day. It was driving she and her husband Rodney crazy. So later on that afternoon, they ordered pizza to get delivered, and they were keeping an eye on their doorbell, you know, security camera because the squirrel would not leave the front door alone. So here comes the pizza man. And Darian looks on the ring video, no squirrel. She opens the door to get the pizza. The squirrel jumps out from where it's been hiding in the ceiling right above the front door and runs inside the house. (laughs) They don't know why the the squirrel was so determined to get into the house, but she said it was chaos. Me and Rodney chasing that squirrel around the house. Listen, lady. Everybody knows the difference between delivery and DiGiorno, including a squirrel. We're going to post this video up. It's so much fun so you can watch it on the uh, Bob and Sherry Facebook. It's our moron of the day. Coming up, we've got a wild story. If you you already hate, like, what Russia is doing, this is really going to amp it up for you. Plus, they're doing this to soldiers' mothers. It's so terrible. Plus, comedian Brian McKim. We're going to talk about Megan Fox and Machine Gun Kelly. Bob and Sherry box office and more. This is Bob and Sherry. Bob and Sherry books, swag, and the mother of all mothers merch. Just hit shop at bobandsherry.com. The Russian government, in a pretty desperate attempt to get Russian citizens on board with this unwinnable, and that they've already lost it, assault on Ukraine, um, they got a group of widows. These are women who've lost their husbands fighting for the Russian army in Ukraine. And so the government reached out to these widows who've lost their husbands. These children have lost their fathers. And they said, we have a gift for you to compensate you for your terrible loss. And they gathered all of these women and they gave each woman a giant, very expensive, fancy fur coat rolling video the whole time for the Facebook version of Instagram or whatever, or the Russian version of Instagram, or whatever. Thank you so much, said one of the widows, for taking care of us. And then all of the women said, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And and these are women who, you know, their families are struggling. They could never afford a fur coat. Right. As soon as the cameras were, to- were turned off, they took the coats back. 
It was all just a stunt for show. I mean, the depths to which that monster Putin sinks is just breathtaking. It really is. This is not this this is a horrifying example and cruel thing to do to these women, but it is nothing compared to what he's doing to women and children in Ukraine. Bombing hospitals, bombing schools. Oh, they're that's what a, a monster. I mean, of course. Yeah. That goes without saying. But this Good is what's Lord, happening. This is sick. the propaganda. Yeah. So if you see something like this and you go, Oh, well, they're not that bad, it's propaganda. Those women exactly. were totally like duped and manipulated. Exactly. And they, ah, it's the grossest thing. It's so gross. And yet, and the other, this the is other thing the is, world we the, live other, in. the other thing is this a fur coat means nothing when you've lost your son or your husband or your boyfriend or whatever. From the beginning, it was. This is Bob and Sherry. Don't pay retail for your diamond engagement ring or gift. Come to CleanOrigin.com. Founded by a leading family in the diamond industry for more than a century, we're experts in lab-grown diamonds because that's all we do. Clean Origin, the only diamond jewelers who give you a 100-day, no-questions-asked return on your purchase. Head to CleanOrigin.com or one of our retail stores and mention code RADIO10 for 10% off your purchase. That's CleanOrigin.com, code Radio 10. Don't pay retail for your diamond engagement ring or gift. Come to CleanOrigin.com. Founded by a leading family in the diamond industry for more than a century, we're experts in lab-grown diamonds because that's all we do. Clean Origin, the only diamond jewelers who give you a 100-day, no-questions-asked return on your purchase. Head to CleanOrigin.com or one of our retail stores and mention code RADIO10 for 10% off your purchase. That's CleanOrigin.com, code RADIO10. Everyone Needs a Laugh is brought to you by HelloFresh. Use code BobandSherry22 at HelloFresh.com slash BobandSherry22. Everyone Needs a Laugh. Here is comedian Brian McKim. So I'm married. I have a wife. I have a spouse. She's a woman. She's a rescue. (laughs) I don't like that word, wife. Gives me the willies. So I introduce her as my ex-girlfriend. Pretty much the same thing. (laughs) You married men might want to try that at home. Especially if you're tired of living at home. (laughs) My wife and I just celebrated 32 years of marriage. I earned every bit of that applause. Apparently now I'm an expert on marriage. People ask me, how do you stay married to the same person for 32 years? The answer is simple. I lost complete track of time. (laughs) It's like this, do you ever get in your car, turn the key, head out for your destination, all of a sudden, boom, you're there, you say, how'd that happen? (laughs) That's my 32 years of marriage right there. (laughs) At least nobody got hurt. But I love my wife dearly. Lately, she's taken to amuse herself by asking me questions that have no good answer. Like the other day, out of the blue, she says, what would you do without me? I panicked. 
I said, I don't know, maybe make up my own mind once in a while. <laughs> Gentlemen, that is not a good answer. A little bit of advice. Put some time into it up front so you'll be ready when the question pops up. Because that's not a good answer. These questions, I call them spouse traps. Spouse trap. She tried one on me the other day. She came back from the gym. She burst through the door. She says, you should have seen the hot chick at the gym. And I'm getting smart. I said, I'm sorry. Did you say you weren't the only hot chick at the gym? She said, well played. But the whole time I'm like, I wonder what the hot chick at the gym looks like. to go back. <laughs> Spouse trap. <laughs> I was in the living room the other day. She comes in. She says, why do you have that awful look on your face? I said, my foot's asleep. She said, why do you have that awful look on your face? <laughs> Some of you will get these jokes on the way home. If you're walking. We're at the breakfast table. She says, you never listen to a word I say. I said, that's not true. I listen to every third word. To be honest, you're not making any sense. <laughs> she was complaining the other day, as wives will sometimes do. She said, why does your dirty underwear always end up on the floor? I said, gravity. <laughs> this is a good thing. Believe me, you do not want to live in a world where my dirty underwear ends up on the ceiling. <laughs> I suppose, as complaining goes, it's pretty mild. She did, after all, phrase it in the form of a question. I believe the psychiatrist called that passive-aggressive behavior. But I'm on to her. I don't play that game. Now when she tries that, I confuse her. Like, she'll never tell me outright to do something. You know, she won't say, for instance, take out the trash. No, she'll say something like, you know, the trash really stinks. To which I reply, of course it stinks. It's trash. <laughs> and if she ever actually does tell me outright to do something, I just yell at her, you're not my real mom. <laughs> She asked me the ultimate spouse trap question. She bought a pair of jeans. She brought them home. She tried them on. She said, uh, do these jeans make my butt look big? I panicked. I said, no. But they make everything else look small. I should have stopped at no. I'm going to use there. the, you're not my mom. I'm going to use that around the house. That's you need so to. I, yeah. I cannot wait for the first time you lose, unleash that. I have got to use that. Oh, Mary.
His name is Brian McKim. We'll post the setup at B-O-B-A-N-D-S-H-E-R-I.com. It's Bob and Sherry. And now on the Bob and Sherry Show, it's another exciting episode of Things Bob Didn't Know. I, I don't know why we don't run out of these things, but we, we just don't. There's, there's always something. And this is the, my most reliable feature ever. It's just, it's just fantastic. Well, uh, you know, a couple of years ago, there was a little controversy about a Christmas song. And we play it on the Bob and Sherry Show. There's two or three different versions. The name of the song is Baby, It's Cold Outside. And some people took uh, a little bit of, um, they're a little bit offended because uh, this guy was groveling to stay, you know, at this girl's house. Well, or that was, not taking no as an answer is another way not of taking, saying that. Yeah, yeah not taking no as an answer. Yeah. yeah, right. And uh, But the, the song, you know, you heard it over the holidays, especially uh, a couple of versions of it. And uh, there's a story behind the story about uh, this song. Let, let's, let's hear a little bit of it right now. I really can't but stay. baby, it's cold outside. But baby, it's cold outside. This evening has been, been hoping that you drop so in. I'll hold your hands, they're just like My ice. Mother will start to Beautiful, hurry. what's your father will be pacing the floor. Listen to the fireplace so roar. Really I'd Beautiful, please don't well, hurry. Maybe just a drink Put more. some records on while I pour. Baby, it's bad out there. So here's the uh, story behind the story. This song was written by a husband and wife, Frank Losser, and his wife, Lynn Garland. Lesser. Lesser. Yeah. Oh, is that how it's pronounced? That's how it's pronounced. L-O-S-S-E-R, Lesser. Okay, thank you. Uh, And his wife, Lynn Garland. And they recorded it first, and they would have dinner parties. And when they were ready to call it a night, they would put that song on. And the idea was to cue the guests that, baby, it's time to go. I know it's cold outside and you want to stay, but baby, it's time to go. And one of the original, one of the original lyrics was, I know, one of the original lyrics was, just bugger off. Have you no homes to go to? (laughs) So they had a good sense of humor. I'm going to get that. We throw up a Christmas party. I'm going to get that song and play. Probably nobody will pick up on it. Here is another thing I didn't know. And again, it's musical. There was a, I guess this was back in the 1950s. There was a school social worker at a, I guess, middle school, a school social worker. And they noticed a young man who had the habit of emulating a guitar with a broomstick. He would have a, a broomstick maybe in the, uh, one of the classrooms, and he'd pick it up, and he would pretend to play it. And he was really into it. And the social worker went to the school to get some funding so that this kid who came from a disadvantaged family didn't have the money for a guitar, so that this kid could get a guitar and see if he could learn how to play it. Uh, they said no. They said, no, we, we cannot pay for a guitar for this young man. Somehow, sooner or later, he got a hold of a guitar. And then a few years later, he wrote this. That's 
a great story. It's like he was born to play guitar before he ever picked up a guitar, and he knew it. Yep. And he 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 taught himself on a right-handed guitar, and he was left-handed. Left-handed. So you know he this, just he learned it backwards, basically. Yep. But you know what this makes me think of, Bob? <clears throat> there he is. He's in the baby soul's waiting room. That's what makes you think of that. Yeah, he's in the baby soul's waiting room. How do we and, get to um, the baby soul's waiting and room, he's which is gonna a place be, I hate going? He knows his destiny is to be one of the greatest guitar players that ever lived. But he also knows and agrees to that it's going to be a, a hard climb and he's going to flame out fast and bright and hot like a rocket and then be a legend. Jimmy and may have in the back deal. of his mind known that. Yeah, he's one of the, uh, he's in the class of 27 where there are so many... Uh, Great artists like Morrison and uh, Janis Joplin, they're all 27 years old when they very often for drugs. Yeah. And then another baby sold is jostling because he just wants to get the hell out of there. And Jimmy says, sit tight, little Bobby man. Your day is coming. Right, right. Exactly. I just thought, I wonder if the person at the school who is in charge of saying no ever found out. That eventually that was Jimi Hendrix. Probably not. But it's oh, interesting. I and so. I know we can't buy instruments for everybody under the sun before somebody uh, sends me an email. But nonetheless, it's just interesting that the social worker saw it and said, get this kid a guitar. It's this is Bob and Sherry. Instant access to the podcast, podcast, song size, and more with the free Bob and Sherry app. Megan Fox has always impressed me as a woman who is so beautiful that if she walked into a room you were in, all eyes would go right to her. All energy would go right to her. I mean, there are beautiful women. There are beautiful men, but there are some that are just sort of otherworldly. And her beauty is that. And she's a pretty good actress from what I can tell. She was in the Transformer movies and some other things. And when she got together with Machine Gun Kelly, the singer, um, I was a little surprised. I didn't know that much about him. Can we play a little bit of Machine Gun Kelly's? All right, so there he is. He's had a uh, successful music career. I wasn't too familiar with his music, but I was familiar with some of their quotes when they got together about a year and a few months ago. They were together about a year and a half, I guess. Uh, Megan Fox said, I knew right away that he was what I call a twin flame instead of a soulmate. A twin flame is actually where a soul has ascended into a high enough level that it can be split into two different bodies at the same time. So we already were two halves of the same soul, I think. Wow, that is something. Here's another quote. I just remember this tall, blonde, ghostly creature. And I looked up and I was like, you smell like weed. And he looked down at me and he was like, I am weed. And then I swear to God, he disappeared like a ninja in a smoke bomb. That is something that has never happened to me. A woman saying something like, I disappeared like a ninja in a smoke bomb. 
I have had women who have disappeared like ninjas in smoke bombs, <laughs> but I myself have never been referred to that way. Can, let, let me do one more. Loving Machine Gun Kelly is like being in love with a tsunami or a forest fire. The intensity of merging with him is just overwhelming. And the threat it poses is so powerful, but so beautiful that you have no choice to surrender with reverence and gratitude. My person. <laughs> it's, it's Megan Fox saying that about you. My personal favorite um, Megan Fox Machine Gun Kelly thing. And you know what? I hope they work it out. You know, I, I would love to see them figure it out and get back together. And because they're a twin flame, they're one soul split in half. It would seem sad if they couldn't make it work. Um, I loved when she um, told in an interview that her thoughts and intentions manifested Machine Gun Kelly. Um, that she is four years older than him. And when she was born, she began manifesting him. She said, quote, um, who knows what he would have looked like or been like if it wasn't for me. That is a big responsibility to take on. You know, yeah. the idea of manifesting um, another human being. Yeah. Um, and so I, I read an, inter yeah, I read an interview with um, an, like some spiritual person in some celebrity magazine about this when it all first happened and that um this person said if the idea of manifesting another human being's existence seems over the top don't discount it so that's for everyone out there that's go what do you mean she manifested him into being that person said don't discount it megan um megan had a vision for who her true love would be and she manifested that vision into being, and it's Machine Gun Kelly. So I don't know what to tell you there, but if you called somebody into being from the void and and beckoned them into the universe, then then I think it's mean to break up with them. I think you got to try to at make the, it work. At the age of four, she was manifesting him into being. And Machine Gun Kelly, I was, yeah. I was watching the Flintstones, you know? But that's why she's Megyn Kelly. And, and uh, you know, I don't have that kind of power. Would you like to hear what Machine Gun Kelly said about being with Megan Fox? Mm -hmm. I would, yeah. This makes us all just feel like nothing, I know. Even our first kiss, she wouldn't kiss me. We just put our lips right in front of each other and breathed each other's breath. And then she just left. Ooh. Actually, that is very sexy. That is very sexy. You know what I, I can't help but think of? So she was in a long-time relationship with the actor Brian Austin Green. They never married, but I, they have like three or four sons together. Do you, Can you remember off the top of your head, Max, how many yeah. kids they have? I'll, I'll find out. And she left Brian Austin Green for Machine Gun Kelly. Brian Austin Green played David on Beverly Hills 90210, um, Tori Spelling's characters yeah. done as love interest if you're going where do i know the name okay mm -hmm. they have three children and they were married brian austin they, Green oh they were Fox. married okay yeah. no, i'm sorry no. i apologize um she walked out of that marriage right into the arms of machine gun kelly and dave and brian austin green was apparently heartbroken by it when when this news hit i invite you to wonder who chuckled while looking at his phone oh he was looking at that all night long don't all you know long. that don't you know that? I forgot they had three kids. Wow. Yeah, three it's it was boys. just one of those one of those electric things where they met somewhere 
and how to have each other, and they're going to throw everything away. And then a year later, it's over. And all of that, I mean, it's it's just nothing but believe? bizarre. Well, it may not be over. They're, they're, they're seeing a marriage counselor, uh, Megan and Machine Gun. Um, she took her engagement ring off and, and shut down her Instagram after posting something cryptic about betrayal. But they might work Kind of sounds do over. Even, do you even believe in Twin Flame soulmates? Um, yeah, I do. Actually. You do? Uh-huh. I mean, I don't believe that some, a four-year-old was going to all of a sudden will my being. <laughs> and if there was one, could you make me a little bit taller with a straighter <laughs> nose and perhaps... You know, a, a longer yeah, who, attention span. That'd be nice. Who's, who was in charge of this manifestation? Who is this? I got, I got, so got screwed with that 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 four year old. Yeah. Mm. What what four year old was going? Can I have someone on the? It's kind of weak on math and a little bit jumpy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Seems just just so unfair. I'm sorry, Bob. You always get robbed. Uh, That's like no. it's like your destiny. It's Bob and Sherry. Bob and Sherry want to whisk you and your bestie off for a Florida getaway. It could be a friend from grade school, high school, or even a sibling or mom or dad. You and your bestie could stay three nights at the Don Cesar, a luxury hotel located in St. Pete Beach. Known as the legendary Pink Palace, this beachfront resort is situated on the sugary white sands of the Gulf of Mexico and offers ocean views from every room. The price also includes admission to Clearwater Marine Aquarium, Florida's Marine Life Rescue Center, admission to the Dolly Museum to explore an unparalleled collection of art and digital experiences, and a one-of-a-kind upscale dining experience aboard Yacht Starship Cruises, America's first three-diamond-rated dining yacht, plus round-trip flights and a rental car. To enter, just go to bobandsherry.com, hit the contest tab, and submit a picture of you and your bestie. Because right now, Florida is exactly where you need to be. Get away to Florida from Visit Florida and Bob and Sherry. The new and improved Bob and Sherry website. Just go to bobandsherry.com. I guess this is good news for Megan Fox and Machine Gun Kelly. They are twin flame soulmates. She manifested him into being when she was four years old. And now it looks like a breakup. Well, I did a little looking. I did a little research. And it turns out that many twin flames experience twin flame separation. It's just what it sounds like. It's a period of separation that typically happens as the honeymoon phase ends, which sounds about right for Megan and Machine Gun. And and here's what spiritual um, author and twin flame expert Shannon Kaiser says. She says, quote, your love will be put to a test as you start to dive deep into your shadow sides. There will be a time when one partner may pull away and this causes twin flame separation. Many twin flames do make their way back to each other, even if it takes years, but not all. Some twin flame relationships never reunite and shouldn't. So I'm just going to say right now, if you're single, aren't, don't you feel better about that in this moment? Doesn't this just sound like, who has time in the day for all of this? Oh, I manifested this human being and my twin flame, and now we're develop, delving into our shadow sides and... We have to be two separate twin flames for a little bit before we can flicker as one candle. 
God, you know, I'm once exhausted. upon a time, once I'm upon exhausted time, by it all. You couldn't get a pizza delivered and we didn't have Netflix, but we live in a time now where you can get pizza and Netflix. You can't tell me that listening to this, you're not like, oh, I'm staying single. I, I cannot, I cannot <laughs> do all of this sound, work, Bobby Sherry. It's so exhausting. Oh. I mean, first of all, if you're the twin flame and all of a sudden it's, uh, it's time to uh, have the flame extinguished, but down the road, because you are a Tim flame, uh, twin flame, it could reignite oh. again. Oh what are gosh. you supposed to do? Are you supposed oh to gosh. say, should I, should I hang around waiting for the reignition? Or find someone new, or, or or find someone new, but not someone that I could be with forever, because I may have to tell them that the flame could reignite. Holy smoke! I I want to thank spiritual guru Shannon Kaiser for this. I'm going to go upstairs in a couple of minutes. I'm going to look at my husband and say, "My love, I feel the need to delve into my shadow side." He's going on another camping trip. I'm getting this house <laughs> to myself. Yeah, winning. That's right. It's Bob and Sherry. Don't pay retail for your diamond engagement ring or gift. Come to CleanOrigin.com. Founded by a leading family in the diamond industry for more than a century, we're experts in lab-grown diamonds because that's all we do. Clean Origin, the only diamond jewelers who give you a 100-day, no-questions-asked return on your purchase. Head to CleanOrigin.com or one of our retail stores and mention code RADIO10 for 10% off your purchase. That's CleanOrigin.com, code RADIO10. Don't pay retail for your diamond engagement ring or gift. Come to CleanOrigin.com. Founded by a leading family in the diamond industry for more than a century, we're experts in lab-grown diamonds because that's all we do. Clean Origin, the only diamond jewelers who give you a 100-day, no-questions-asked return on your purchase. Head to CleanOrigin.com or one of our retail stores and mention code RADIO10 for 10% off your purchase. That's CleanOrigin.com, code RADIO10. Sign up for our newsletter. We never spam you. Never did. Get Bob and Sherry exclusives. Just go to bobandsherry.com. Talk back time. If you have our free app, you can just tap the little microphone in the bottom center of the screen and talk, and the app will do everything else for you. Or if you prefer to rock it old school, you can call us at 844-52-SHERRY. That's 844-52-SHERRY. Good afternoon, Sherry. Bob, Max, and Doc. I grew up with a rug in my bathroom. My mother redid the bathroom after we all moved out. She put another rug in. We had friends in the late 70s who had way more money than us, and they also put a rug in their bathroom, and it was shag. And I also currently have too many cats. I have six. The two that are ours, and then the four, a mom and her three babies, that we captured and are in the process of taming and then we will find them homes please keep up what you're doing it makes my day it's the best this is meg from sorgatis new york thank you you, jesus thank you dear jesus thank you dear jesus (laughs) thank you meg god six cats and a shag rug in the bathroom Mm -mm 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 -mm. well if you're uh you missed that uh episode of the bob and sherry show i was talking about how in a previous life i had uh someone in my life and they and she said i, I want to have carpeting in the bathroom and i was against that and uh she had a designer friend who talked her into it i guess and in it went and boy was it wet and nasty and so that's what she's referring to i guess it was more of a thing i i just i don't see it anywhere i just don't see carpeting in the in a bathroom anywhere 
Um, I don't I don't get into enough people's houses to have like a strong opinion about this one way or the other. Well, I'm knocking on doors and and saying, can I come in left and right? So, I mean, I mean, I really have a lot of experience. (laughs) Well, you've you've gotten, you've Uh, gotten much friendlier um, since you and Mary moved. So I can almost believe it. I mean, it's been a minute since I have been, now that I think about it, oh my gosh. And you know how nosy I am and how much I enjoy going to other people's houses and looking at their stuff. Mm -hmm. It has been a minute since I've been in someone's house that wasn't a relative. Oh my God. What's happened here? I blame COVID. I mean, I've been out with people. I was in your house, house. but I... Yeah. I count you as a relative. Like you don't really count as mm-hmm. like, you know, an acquaintance or even a stranger. Can I borrow money? Can I borrow money then? I, I, I promise I'll pay you back. And listen, um, I have not, I have the, been the woman in your life for the longest. I still don't have a house. Till I get a house, you don't get no money. You understand how that works? <laughs> you know, that is get true. A house. You have been, you have been uh, the woman in my life mm-hmm. the longest. Yeah. Yeah. You, yeah. you have been, uh, you know, as far as often communicating with longer than my mother, when I yeah, look back yeah. on it now, and I haven't, and I haven't bought you a house yet. I, you know, what's wrong I with notice, me? I what notice I don't have a house. So yeah. if you want to borrow some money first, I'm going to need to be sitting inside my house that you bought me when you asked for it. That is Well, I'm, I'm going to look at plants today. Would you like some wall to wall carpeting in the bathroom? I hear it's the latest thing. Um, I'm hearing such good things about it that I'm going to yeah, let go of my snottiness and say, yeah, let's get us some shag carpeting. Max, I think we have another one today. Hey, Bob and Sherry, Max and Doc. I was just listening to a podcast of yours from last week regarding people thinking you guys might be obsessed with others who don't like to be apart from their partner. And I have to tell you, I have not been apart from my husband since COVID has started. I leave the house. He'll leave the house without me. Very rarely, other than a doctor's appointment or a dentist appointment. While he's had some breaks for me as I've gone on vacation with some girlfriends, he has not left the house for a trip without me. I have not been in my house overnight without him in the house since COVID started. So I thought I'd let that marinate with you for a little bit. Um, Working from home is wonderful. I love my husband. However, everybody needs a break, man. Everybody needs a break. Love you guys. Calling from West Virginia. Big fan. Have a great day. Thank you. Did you, you hear the way that she said him? Yes, I'm putting on my MSW hat now because I could hear in her voice the very slow movement toward the edge of the cliff that is a complete loss of patience with the situation. With and I him. so I so relate because what she was describing is very similar uh, to my life. Kevin gets many breaks from me because I travel for work and, you know, I go visit my mom or whatever. Um, He, I never get a break. Now he has started going camping with his sons, which is a hobby I am encouraging because I love him more than anything, but I, I like to have the house to myself every once in a while. So I so relate it to everything she said 
including the tone of voice that she used to say it. You know, I have just, I've known more women who have said those exact words, I'd like the house to myself. I mean, it was one of the uh, sticking points of my last marriage. That you were um, always around. Yeah, that I was always around. Because I'm doing, I'm doing morning drive with you, and, you know, then we'd finish, and in the afternoon, there I am. And um, I didn't, back then, I didn't pick up on it that much. Um, but I have talked to so many women on this show, and, and my wife, Mary. And there's just something that women especially, I think, like about having the house to themselves. And I am wondering, what is the big annoyance? Is there one general male annoyance that drives you all to want no, to have us sleep in a tree? I'm going to try to answer this, and it has nothing to do with y'all's annoying... Well, you know what? Let's come back, and I'll tell you what I think it is, and you tell me if you okay. agree or disagree, okay? And, and here's right. the good news. I don't think it's because you or your kind are annoying. I don't think that's the answer, but I think I do know what it is. We'll be right back. It's Bob and Cherry. Instant access to the podcast, podcast, and fun side. Just download the free Bob and Cherry app. Thank you so very much for joining us on the Bob and Sherry Show. I can't tell you how much uh, we really appreciate it, keeping us going here day after day. We, uh, If you just missed it, we just had one of our wonderful callers uh, call up and uh, leave a message. And by the way, you can do the same thing if you would like to be on the show. We, uh, we love having people on the show as he reaches for his card. 844-52-SHERRY or get uh, the Bob and Sherry app wherever you get your apps and uh, hit the little button and leave us a message. So what she said was, she said, uh, there's something about having the house to myself, and I haven't had it to myself completely 100% since the beginning of COVID. My husband just does not want to go anywhere. I will go away, and he gets it to himself. I'll go away with my girlfriend, she said. She said. But then I come back, and there he is. And she said, I love him. I love him very much, but I would like to have the house alone. And Sherry uh, agreed. And so I, I just posed the question because I had that as an experience. I, I, Mary likes it a little bit, but not as much as a previous relationship that I had. And she liked it a lot. And I said, what is it? Is there one thing that is universal, universal about men that make women want to have the house alone uh, every so often? It has nothing to do with, with you, the man, or your annoying personality ticks or your behaviors that are aggravating or the sound of your breathing. That's okay. Not it okay. That's enough of the list. All right. <laughs> that's not it at all. Here's what I think it is. And again, this does not apply to every woman, right? But I think it is because as women, we are socialized to be caretakers and nurturers. And um, depending, especially what generation you come from, are you a boomer? Are you an Xer? Are you an older millennial? You were really socialized in a in a way that you know you're the you're the wife and you're the mother and you, you know you look after everybody and you end up always putting your own needs last and whatever crumbs are left at the end of the day those are your crumbs and they're your crumbs to gobble up you know in a stolen moment here or there because you're you're so wired and invested in nurturing and caretaking. When you are in the house, even if you are being quiet and in another room, I cannot 
and, I'm, and now I'm speaking as woman, capital W, I cannot really relax. I can't, I can't just let go and do what I want to do with whatever that is. Do I want to like binge five episodes of this is us and cry in my drink, whatever it is. Do I want to take a nap? Do I want to organize the bathroom closet? Whatever the freak it is, I cannot fully let go and immerse myself because there's a possibility I'm going to be needed elsewhere. Or you're going to come in and you're, what are you doing? Um, I'm rewatching season one of Bridgerton because I'm really into the Duke of Hastings. Well, how many times are you going to watch that? I'm going to need you to be silent now and go away. <laughs> Get out of here. Like you, it's just so hard to let go of all of those responsibilities unless you're alone in the house. Does that make sense? It does to a certain degree, but I'm just looking back at a uh, past relationship and I was sensing that my being there at two o'clock in the afternoon some days was annoying. And so I had doors put on the, uh, floor, the enough, formal Bob. living, formal living room. Enough. I would close the door. I have my TV nope. in there. The only thing I was doing is going to the bathroom or getting a Coke. And it was, I, I came to realize it was my very essence, my presence that seemed to seep underneath the tiny crack of the double doors that I installed. And it makes you no are- sense to me. I just explained it to you. Knowing that you're there makes it impossible to relax. Go somewhere else. Go away for a little while every once in a while. It is not your personality, your behavior, the way you smell. It's hard for us to let go when there's somebody else in the space that might need taken care of. We're running out of time. but I hope I'm wrong. I would love to be wrong. Quick answer here. So you have to have it alone. We have to go away. How many days yes. a month for you to be happy? How many days a month? Oh, you can just do it three times a year. Just get the hell out sometimes. Oh, oh well, that's. I mean, you heard that. Problem. You heard that woman. He hadn't left the house since COVID. Come on. Yeah. Yeah. We're in 2023. Three, three times a year. Yeah, that's very extremely doable. Extremely doable. All right. Very good. Yeah. It's Bob and Sherry. Can you believe this is brought to you by State Farm? You read it once. I don't believe that. And then you read it again. I can't believe this. It's Bob and Cherry's. I believe this. I cannot believe this. In the very early days of the Bob and Cherry show, when Bob and I first began working together, he his children were very small, and um, and our lives were very different than they are today. We didn't know each other quite as well as we do now. We've been together a long time. And there was one day, and I think Max will remember this, where Bob came into work and uh, we were about an hour or so into the show and Bob was really having a hard time sitting still. He was jumpy and he was twitchy and edgy and kind of visibly uncomfortable. And So it was and, a regular day. <laughs> it was a regular day. And, and I was like, what's going on? Is everything okay? And he was like, oh, they're on fire. I'm sorry, what? I'm allergic to dryer sheets and I keep telling her she she doesn't believe that I'm allergic fire. Bob is allergic to dryer sheets and his wife did not believe him. You know how it is when you marry somebody and they come up with some cock and bull story about how they're allergic to nuts or cats or dryer sheet or aspirin. And you're like, Oh, I'm so sure. And then you immediately begin sneaking all of those things into your life. Like we had a coworker who was allergic to eggs 
And his girlfriend was like, oh, no one's allergic to eggs and could have killed him. Okay. Right. Exactly. Right. Well, Bob, um, I have sweet vindication for you. And I admit yeah. it's a long time coming. Yeah. Everyone should stop using dryer sheets. Absolutely. Immediately. And here's why. And this comes to us out of Oklahoma state dryer sheets, deposit a coating of chemicals on your clothing. And they, that same coating of chemicals builds up in your dryer which can hurt your dryer over time, right? That mm -hmm. residue can block the electronic moisture sensor inside the dryer, which can not only lead your dryer to over drying your clothes, but your utility bills are going to be higher. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. that buildup can also coat the inside of your lint catcher, making it a potential fire hazard. But here's the deal. It builds up a film of fats and fragrances on your clothing. Mm -hmm. that can damage the fabric and over time make your clothes smell worse. So here's what they said. Dryer sheets are at best absolutely useless, at worst damaging to your clothes. They can't be reused. They are just nothing but litter. Stop with the dryer sheets right now, everybody. There are so many better yeah. ways to get it, to get these the same yeah. results using dryer balls, um, whatever, anything is better than dryer sheets. Bob, I know it took a long time and, um, it yeah. also took a long time for the fire down below to die down, but you were yeah. right and you should have been listened to. Okay. But they, they mentioned nothing about my being allergic to and my on fire, you know, the chemicals, um, the chemicals yeah. that coat your clothing and your, your sensitivity to those chemicals that made yes. the boys light up like a five alarm right. fire. Those, that's yeah. chemicals. You were reacting to the chemicals in the dryer sheets. I, I was like a, uh, um, what do you call the horse that goes ahead of the army? I was a... The, uh, you were the canary in the coal mine. Oh, you probably want to be something else though, don't you? I want to be the horse. You want to be a canary. Uh, not, the, not the marching horse, the, um, the something horse that goes out there. Yeah. I know nothing about a, a sentry horse that goes out like an advance horse. Yeah. Does it have a rider yeah. or does the horse just know to do things? No, it like has a rider. It has a rider. It's a very dangerous job in military. The Vanguard? Ago. The, va the Vanguard like a, rider? Yeah, Vanguard. Yeah, right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's what I was with my you-know-whats with dryer sheets. On no, it, fire. It, it's, it's, I'm not going to get the Purple Heart, but it's something, you know, that I called it out years ago. I, you know, here's the, here's the frustrating thing. I would have to have so much to drink to call her up and say, Hey, <laughs> you remember 28 years ago? Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's Bob. Can we do it? Can we do it? You as remember a 28 call? years ago when I said I put on my underwear and I was uncomfortable all day because you won't stop using the dryer sheets. Well, listen to this. Sherry said I was right. Let's do Hello? this um, after happy hour. Let's call her and say, hey, hey, miss, hey, miss, who thought she knew everything about laundry. And let's see yeah. how that goes down. I think she'll enjoy a twofer from us about your being on fire. Hey, it's Bob and Sherry here. We've been drinking. <laughs> <laughs> those, those are words nobody that we know or <laughs> people we've worked with want to hear. Followed by, and we're calling to set you straight on something that you were wrong about. <laughs> right. Nobody, no salespeople ever work with us went, 
Oh man, um, I saw Bob and Sherry last night, and they'd been drinking. Mm. No, they they don't want to hear that. Well, that's um, good they- to know. I I you know it just it just seemed beyond the fact that I was allergic to that for some strange reason. It just seemed to be an odd thing to coat your clothes with some sort of fragrance that you know a guy or a woman may or may not like. Just well, to make your you know. your, uh, your your clothes not have elect electron electrical charges. static electricity. Yeah, yeah. Bridget right. is so that? obsessed with these; she'll put eight to ten in with a dryer load. Whoa! Do oh you my think God, there's I any talking to her? I, I'm because I mean. Yeah. You're you're destroying your clothes and your dryer. Do you think uh, sure, that answer would be no. There will be no talking to her. Okay, no, just making a note. Is. I won't even buy them. I refuse to buy dryer sheets or fabric softener for that same right. reason. Yeah. I yeah. just won't have it in the house. And when my right. girls have challenged me, do you know what I've told them? Let me tell you what, it made Chit Chat feel like his bottom was on fire. Yeah, don't say that anymore to your girls, okay? <laughs> Really? <laughs> yeah, that's why. Then, if really? you if you were to ask them, Olivia Caramia, why doesn't your mom buy fabric uh, sheets, dryer sheets? They would say, oh, because this one time, shit, Chad's bottom was on fire. <laughs> All right, we're uh, I think we're about out of time now. But uh, very good heads up for the audience, there. and I think it's something they'll remember. <laughs> Bob and Sherry. Leave us a talk back. Talk back with the free Bob and Sherry app. Every once in a while, don't you feel like you just got screwed because you were in the wrong generation or you missed something by 10 years? Like, you know, I didn't have a calculator on my phone when I was in school. That would have been nice to have. And then I'm watching TV last night and here's this ad for Grammarly. Do you know what Grammarly is? Oh, it's this yes, app. Listen to this. It's this app. They've got these three college kids going, oh, I've got uh, to turn in a term paper. Oh, this is going to take forever. Why would it take forever, Bill? You should use Grammarly. Oh, but I don't want to plagiarize. No, Grammarly will tell you what is real and what is plagiarized so you don't plagiarize. And they will make sure that all of your sentence structure and spelling and grammar are perfect. I would have liked to have had Grammarly when I was in high school. It, it, it's you unfair. Know what? It doesn't do the work for you, though. I can promise you that. Sometimes my kids' friends, my girls will reach out and they'll go, will you look at so-and-so's paper? Yeah. She's run it through Grammarly and spell check and all, but will you look at it? Because you used to do that for my girls, yeah. Yeah, if you can't organize your thoughts and make a compelling argument or case or presentation or whatever. Well, I know it's not going to write it for you. However, boy, you it, have, it's a help. It's going to be a, a big help. help to make sure that the sentences are structured properly. Because you know how it is. If you get a certain teacher, even though you have the right concept and everything, he or she, are, they're going to say, well, this is laziness here. He didn't even you know, set this up. This is I shouldn't have used the verb here, blah, blah, blah. This is unfair. I could have used Grammarly and a calculator. I'd probably be a, I don't know, an investment banker or something right now. <laughs> Do you think? Yeah, probably not. You're right. 
You're right. I'd be that's, an astronaut. Yeah, right. All right, that's enough of that, okay? Uh, it's Bob and Sherry. Don't pay retail for your diamond engagement ring or gift. Come to CleanOrigin.com. Founded by a leading family in the diamond industry for more than a century, we're experts in lab-grown diamonds because that's all we do. Clean Origin, the only diamond jewelers who give you a 100-day, no-questions-asked return on your purchase. Head to CleanOrigin.com or one of our retail stores and mention code RADIO10 for 10% off your purchase. That's CleanOrigin.com, code RADIO10. The Bob and Sherry Vault is brought to you by O'Reilly Auto Parts, your professional parts people. Now, let's open up the Bob and Sherry Archive Vault. Reasons that women say they can't make love, they don't want to make love. There are five reasons. Reasons they don't want to. Yeah, the reasons why they won't. Okay. Okay. Um, Starting off with number, I'm not going to ask you which ones you would choose. I'll volunteer. No. Don't. You won't want to. Really? Are they yeah, that bad? I'm, well, they're not that bad. You just you just won't want to align yourself with a couple of them. Okay. All right. Um, and plus, they're not applicable to you. Okay? Okay. Yeah. Uh, in the survey, 30% of the women say they only have relations with the lights off. And so if the lights are on, they don't want to. Because they're embarrassed to be seen in that state. Well, you, you know... Men should stop and consider, like, the quality of lighting, the ambient lighting. Overhead, fluorescent, not good. So I take you out to dinner, you know, I'm nice, I hold it. Stop I'm... for a minute think about the lighting. Do you want to get some or not? Do you? I'm not asking Unless for Unless you're videotaping, and then you want you want more light. I a lot think. of yeah. light, yeah. 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 And, a, and a nice soft light is what I found. And uh, a reflector. Yeah. Kind of bounce some of that right. And a good off. crew. <laughs> And a boom mic, always. Yeah, right. <laughs> a crew that's not making a lot of judgments. Yeah, exactly. All right, so that's 13%. Uh, no lights, no lights, or very, very, very little light. I mean, I don't think most guys are looking for, like, a floodlight, but... Some guys men are... Men are visual. They're some, visual. But some guys lack the decorating, you know, atmosphere gene. They do. So now you got to make a living, and you got to be a macho guy, and you got to be comfortable with pottery barn. And you have to be Nate Burkus, yeah. Yeah, okay. <laughs> uh, coming in at fifth is stress. Stress came in, 32% of the women. So they're just too stressed out. And your man will always say, well, i got something that'll de-stress you. <laughs> it's true, though, and that's been proven. But to cal- you to calm your woman down to the point where you can deliver that, that's the challenge. Well, you got to jump in there, you know? It's like playing Monopoly. You don't want to play the game, but once you get going, oh it's yeah, because I got five hours for that too. <laughs> um, a little back rub. Why don't you just relax? All right. Sure, you got stress. This is a de stressor. It's been proven, and you know that I'm right. I got something to make you feel better. I got an injection. <laughs> oh, nice. Oh, listen, you've never been a oh, woman. Oh, nice. You've never been a woman. You don't know what it's like to be a woman. <sighs> I got some medicine for you. You don't know what I have, it's like to be a I, I don't know any Never. guy. I don't know any guy who would say that. Unless it, unless it was mockingly. All we'd have to do is open the phones, and for the next two hours, women can tell you the ways their men have offered medicine. I have no doubt okay? of that. I, no guy I know, no friends of mine would ever say anything that coarse. As a joke. But mostly those lines are used with other guys. And then I, you know. All right. Um, speaks well of people I'm hanging out with. Illness came in fourth at 33%. Well, you know what? When we're, here's the difference. When a woman has the flu, 
<laughs> she wants to die. When a man has the flu, I could do it. <laughs> well, you're already in bed. Different. You're already in bed. It's very comforting. It'll make you feel it's nice, better. It's nice to know that you're loved. Yeah, endorphins. Like right? Fever. The endorphins. That's com- yeah. Yeah. What was it? I got a way to break that fever. You just sweat it out. <laughs> That's good, man. I've tried that one before. Yeah. yeah. Aren't work? you afraid of getting the flu yourself? Hey, you know what? <laughs> Look, if she's going to breathe in the house, you're going to get it anyway. Right. That's right. There you go. You get a flu shot. Yeah, whatever. And then she gets it. Yeah, yes. Uh, feeling wow. unattractive was the third biggest reason for skipping out. Feeling un- just generally yeah, unattractive. Yeah, you're just having an ugly day. What do you mean an ugly day? It's you. It's, you're always the same. No, you're not. Some days you wake up and you look in the mirror and you go, I am a hideous, revolting monster. <clears throat> Why? I don't know. We just do. We do that. Is it a hormonal? We'll wake up and we'll be like, well, we're having a fat day or we're having an ugly day or we're just having a don't touch me day. Don't look at me And then day. you say to her, baby, don't worry. I'll close my eyes. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Uh, number two, 52% of the women say that feeling chubby leads them to skipping out. That is so unfair because the guy probably doesn't care. Loves you anyway. Feels that you're sexy anyway. So you're saying, no, I'm not going to engage with you right now because I feel chubby. But the guy doesn't feel that way. He thinks you look lovely. That's unfair. Um, and what you want to do when that happens to you is don't say, well, then maybe instead of taking a nap, you should have gone to the gym. Now I have oh, to no, suffer. No, no, no. Oh, that's a bad one there. Yeah. Never, ever comment on it. Uh-uh. So what do you think number one is? The number one reason that women say, you know, I'm just not in the mood. Let's see. Um, illness, mm-hmm. feeling fat, mm-hmm. feeling ugly, mm-hmm. stress. Stress. Mm-hmm. And now we're up to number one. Number one. Yeah. Actually, this one could be men or women, but this is a female uh, study 72 percent of the women who were is it just exhaustion yeah it's a lack of sleep mm-hmm. lack of sleep just too much going on and if you're a woman with kids and you've got two jobs or you know you're going to school and you got a job you can understand why i won't i cannot tell you this woman's name but she made me laugh so hard she said that her husband was on her because you know she's like you know he hadn't had it and he was on me on me on me and finally, I said, I'm just so tired because she's home with three little kids all day long. Mm-hmm. And he travels for his job. Right. And when your spouse travels for their job, your mental picture of that is room service on the Weston Heavenly Bed. Always. Right? Always. While you're home slaving. Watching TV. So um, he was honored. She finally said, look, I'm tired. If you could get it done in 60 seconds, do it. And he goes, well, that hurts my feelings. So you can't win. That's what she said. She said, yeah. you can't win. Yeah, yeah. But nobody wants to be on the receiving end of, hey, if you can get it done in 60 seconds, just do it. There's, there's a famous line in Bob and Carol and Ted and Alice, the movie, where the, uh, Diane Cannon says uh, to Elliot Gould, I, I just don't want to. I'm, I'm just exhausted. I mean, you just wouldn't want me to just lie there, would you? He goes, that's fine. You know, that's- <laughs> it's the Bob and Sherry off-air podcast called The Oddcast. I was listening to the podcast. With stuff we wouldn't, couldn't, or shouldn't do on the regular show. Podcast. The Bob and Sherry Oddcast drops every Monday with uncensored conversations, special guests, and true crime time. That is 100% true. The Bob and Sherry off-air podcast called The Oddcast. I heard your podcast. Yes, please go. On. on the free Bob and Sherry app or wherever you get your podcasts. The fun 
Size Podcast, a shareable taste of the show at our website or the free, free Bob and Cherry app. They finally caught him. He was on the run for 16 years, a bloodthirsty convicted murderer and mafia mobster. Edgardo Greco um, disappeared, went on the run 16 years ago and ended up hiding pretty much in plain sight. He opened a little Italian restaurant in France and was beloved by the locals. His nickname was Rocco. And he said, I just offer regional and homemade recipes. I mean, he gave interviews to the press when like food mm-hmm. critics and stuff would swing by. <laughs> right. I mean, he was, he was photographed. Um, he, now, he's an Italian mafia mobster, so, you know, he was part of the big mafia war in um, the Calabrian province in Italy. Mm-hmm. Multiple, multiple, multiple murders. And Interpol had been looking for him for 16 years. They actually arrested him um, once, and that's how he got convicted. But then, you know, he's out, and he disappeared. Law enforcement said that the reason he got away with it for so long, Bob, is because when he left, he never contacted a soul. Again, no family member, not his mama, not a sister. That's the way to do it. Yeah, and it's hard to do. He disappeared. He was a member of the Pernaprano gang, and he was tied to the most powerful crime syndicate in Italy. He was convicted of a couple of murders, accused of an attempted murder. Not only did in the murders that he was convicted of, he bludgeoned two brothers with a metal bar and then Mm -hmm. dissolved them in acid. Very, very old school mafiosa. So when they issued the arrest warrant for him 16 years ago, he vanished. He got a life sentence in absentia, but he was gone. They never stopped looking for him. And they never thought they would get him because he had something other gangsters don't. The discipline did not call his mother. His mother. That that is the key because you hear about these guys getting caught because they have to call a family member of some type sooner or later, and you know the authorities. And by the way, isn't Interpol the coolest of all international policing organizations? It does feel that way. Yeah. It, yeah, it does. Yeah. So listen to this. Um, back in the summer of 2021, an article in the newspaper wrote a story. A, a newspaper wrote a story about this really amazing, exciting new Italian restaurant that had opened up, and there was a photo of Paolo Dimitrio, the owner of the restaurant. You know, arms crossed in the dining area. He gave. He told the reporter he'd lived in the town for 14 years, but that he was a local at heart, and that everything he knew about Calabrian cuisine he'd learned at the feet of his nona, his grandmother, back in Italy. Mm -hmm. Well, Interpol reads the newspaper, too, and they like Italian food. And so cops, Interpol police officers, are flipping through the newspaper, and they're like, this dude looks a little bit familiar. So they got the photos they had of Greco 16 years ago as a young man, and they compared them to Paolo Dimitrio in his restaurant, And then they informed French authorities. They began surveillance operations. Here comes the COVID pandemic. The restaurant is closed. In February of this year, he, because his restaurant, he lost his restaurant to the pandemic. He got hired at a pizzeria and was on his way for his first day at work when Interpol stepped out of the shadows and snatched him. 
and got him. And and at that point, he confessed everything. He said, it just doesn't make any sense to continue the lie. And now he's on his way. Well, he's back in Italy. Um, so it's the bottom line is, ultimately, vanity got him. Being he wanted to be recognized. To be in the newspaper. Yeah. yeah, he wanted to be recognized in some way, shape, or form. Yep. Vanity and complacency. Because after you've gotten away with it for 16 years... You get a little bit looser. You start thinking, because we've had, we we have stories all the time in this country, don't we? Of people that have been on the run who finally get caught 20, 30, even 40 years afterward. You yeah, just get yeah. sloppy because you think, right. oh, they've forgotten about me if they don't have me now. Exactly. Get me. Yeah, yeah, but you know, story, there are some it? police organizations like Interpol and the FBI. They don't ever forget. They don't ever forget. <laughs> They want you. They want to bring in a big fish. That is amazing. It is amazing they're still getting mafia guys. It's amazing the mafia guys are out there still hiding. You know, it's like something out of the 1960s. The restaurant where he got hired to make a, to be a pizza maker after his place closed down mm-hmm. said we were so shocked that to learn he's a convicted killer. He makes right. a good pizza. Yeah, I was going to say, they'd still keep them anyway. It's hard to get help these days. <laughs> well, they have I mean, kitchens in prisons, so I think they yeah, I mean, know where they're going to he's get still, him. Yeah. He'll, he'll do he makes some a cooking good, still. He makes a good pizza. Yeah. It's Bob and Sherry. Bob and Sherry books, swag, and the mother of all mothers merch. Just hit shop at bobandsherry.com. Yankee Magazine has um, something that you can get online called New England Today Food. And I never really signed up for it, but, you know, I guess they hear, heard me talking about food and they decided to send it to me. So I get it every, I get it every, seems like three days. And the other day I was listening to the news and I don't want to get political here, but one of our states uh, is kicking around the idea of uh, bringing back the firing squad and hanging for um, uh, crimes of uh, a horrific nature, for capital crimes. And I, every, every time I hear about a firing squad or the electric chair or, you know, being put to death in prison, I always think, what would be my last meal? I have never done anything. I, I, I haven't gotten a speeding ticket. <laughs> never like, done anything. Since I, since I was 25, you know. <laughs> I, I don't litter, you know. I mean, I'm so boring in, in so many ways. But right away, I just think, what would I order? For my last, and I've just found it again in uh, New England Today Food, and it is their version of the lobster mac and cheese, the ultimate comfort food. Can I read to you what's in the uh, lobster mac and cheese with this particular recipe? Okay. One pound of shaped pasta, like elbows or shells, eight tablespoons salted butter, one small yellow onion diced. One garlic clove minced, five tablespoons all-purpose flour, two cups cream, two cups shredded Gruyere cheese, three cups shredded cheddar cheese, a half a cup grated Romano cheese, kosher or sea salt, ground black pepper, and eight ounces of cooked lobster meat from about a pound and a half lobster cut into bite-sized pieces. Whether or not I was going before the firing squad or just a Saturday night, if I ate that, I think it would be my last meal. That is. <laughs> Sometimes I'll read recipes yeah. the way other people read erotica. Yeah. Like I'm not yeah. really going to cook this thing because it's elaborate and would take days. 
right, and I'm right. not going to eat it because I don't necessarily even like everything that goes in it. But mm-hmm. sometimes, in the same way that you might want to read like some kinky bondage fantasy, you want to read some insane food fantasy, knowing that it's not going to go into your mouth ever. You're you going, are so good. Right. Who could do that? Who could eat something with that much heavy cream and cheese and butter? And oh my God, it takes eight hours to make and all of the steps. I get, I, I made the mistake of, I don't know how this happened. And if, if anyone knows how to get me out of it, please DM me and let me know. Somehow I have a subscription to a food magazine and I like cooking and I like food, but I don't know how I subscribed, which means I don't know how to unsubscribe. It's That's coming right. to me through like one of my credit cards or, and all of the recipes are like that. Nothing. I am not going to make my own homemade rose water pistachio ice cream for a couple <laughs> of reasons. I'm going to start by not making my own homemade rose water. <laughs> and also if I make homemade rose water pistachio ice cream, I'm going to get this. Well, can we just have vanilla? I'm just right. kidding. You know, it's, it's just not, not worth gonna, it. It's not going to be well no, received. It's not worth it. This magazine had an episode around an episode, an issue around the holidays that was holiday pies. Okay, now we can we all agree that holidays are times when people have traditional food expectations. It's Thanksgiving. You want pumpkin pie or apple right. pie, right? Right. Maybe mm-hmm. your family throws in a chocolate pie because you're wild animals. I don't know. Here's what you probably don't want. A hazelnut crackling pie with candied pomegranates. You don't yeah. want that instead of no. uh, this whole issue of where all these like great ideas for livening up your holiday pie, except I don't have that kind of family where they want something they've never heard of with unpronounceable ingredients, you know, and, and a mix and match. The and, reason and they the, do. When the subhead of the article says, <laughs> If you've never had squash for dessert, think again. Yeah. <laughs> think again about how I'm not going to spend four hours making squash for dessert for a bunch of ingrates. No. The reason for that is, and we know this, you've got to fill the pages. You can't have the same recipe every October for um, pumpkin pie and chocolate pie. Because people are going to say, I already have that. I already know how to do that. They have to fill a website, a television show whatever it may be, with something new, even if it's just ridiculous. So the trick, I guess, if you're in that business, is to make the pictures look so amazing that it becomes attractive to somebody like you who will... We need to get a word. We need to get a word that describes people who look at food magazines but never cook one of the items or look at uh, log cabin magazines but will never have a log cabin or look at hot rod magazines and they they barely know how to turn on the car let alone build a hot rod there's got to be a word for that i guess the word is is fantasy i just want to meet the person who wrote this headline make your own pomegranate molasses why not girl (laughs) why 
though. Yeah. I mean, right. you need, like, there's one spoonful of pomegranate molasses a year that you might need in a recipe. What the heck am I doing simmer? First of all, have you ever peeled a pomegranate open? You need about 40 million of the little seeds in order. <laughs> don't even, just don't even, don't even get me it's started. It's true. It's oh, true. It's, it's Bob and Sherry. Leave us a talk back. Talk back with the free Bob and Sherry app. Well, a team of scientists at Auburn University have modified catfish using alligator DNA, and I just can't see anything that could go wrong here, Jurassic. Wow. Oh, my goodness. So I know you're, I know you're wondering, Sherry, why has a team of scientists at Auburn University genetically modified a catfish using alligator DNA? That's a I good question, know. Bob. That's a good question. Mm-hmm. Um, catfish farms are... Um, catfish is a really popular food fish, and catfish farms are a key part of getting catfish to the dinner table. But Mm -hmm. catfish farms um, are a real problem in terms of disease jumping from fish to fish. So the scientists at Auburn University said, uh, we believe that if we take this alligator DNA um, and put it in these catfish, that it's going to make them healthier because alligators apparently have some sort of gene in their intestines which um, resists like microbes and bacteria and stuff. So they got the CRISPR gene editing tool and they put their um, alligator DNA into the catfish. And I, I guess, you know, the best we can hope for is that we have healthier catfish to eat for dinner. The worst we can hope for is that the catfish and the alligator forms some ungodly hybrid that makes it unsafe for anybody near a catfish-infested body of water to go for a boat ride. Calling producers of Sharknado. Calling producers of Sharknado. Does that not sound like a horror movie? It, it totally really does. does. It really does. You got, you got two bubbas out there, out there in the bayou, right? And they're fishing for catfish. Right, and it's uh, it's the middle of the night. They're out there with some brewskis and they're fishing. What you got on there, Bubba? What you got on there? I don't know, but it's big. And they they pull in a catfish with a mouth like an alligator, and the and alligator the, and the, eats both of them. And the predator <laughs> instinct, yeah. Like, yeah. There's some stuff that could go really right here, and then right. there's some stuff that could go really wrong here. It's yeah. Bob and Sherry. Hey, thank you so much for listening to the Bob and Sherry podcast and the Bob and Sherry Oddcast. We would love if you would subscribe, rate and review, and share it with a friend on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, wherever you go. And thank you again for listening. Don't pay retail for your diamond engagement ring or gift. Come to CleanOrigin.com. Founded by a leading family in the diamond industry for more than a century, we're experts in lab-grown diamonds because that's all we do. Clean Origin, the only diamond jewelers who give you a 100-day, no-questions-asked return on your purchase. Head to CleanOrigin.com or one of our retail stores and mention code RADIO10 for 10% off your purchase. That's CleanOrigin.com, code RADIO10.